Welcome to the Burn Podcast with host Ben Newman, the show where we break down the drive of the world's top performers in sports and business to uncover that underlying burn that pushes them to perform at the highest level. Today's episode is brought to you by the Financial Advisor Academy and the Unrequired Coaching Program. To learn more, head over to thefinancialadvisoracademy.com. Now, here is your host, Ben Newman. Welcome back to another episode of The Burn. I am here in Greenville, South Carolina at the headquarters for Foster Victor Wealth Advisors with Rob Victor, who I'm going to introduce here in a second. They've been bringing me in every single year for their planning days. And, you know, as a speaker, as a coach, always exciting to be brought back to an organization. But what is most exciting is the relationships that I have had with Rob and Paul for almost 15 years. And I think about those relationships, I I think about what's most important in life, and yes, it's been incredible to see these guys grow to now managing almost a half a billion dollars. It's one of the top wealth management teams in the country. They do incredible work. But what's most important is the manner in which Rob and Paul have built an organization based upon consistency and intentionality in how they live their lives and giving their best every single day. And when I think about that, one of the things that's really impressed me so much is your guys' careers. And when I say your careers, it started to me, and I wanna hear it from you, but a foundation built on sports. And I think so many of us, when we think of the burn, we think of what drives us. There's this period of time where you say, okay, I have something here inside of me that's gonna cause me to perform at a high level. And having the opportunity to play soccer at Kentucky and then to finish your soccer career here at Furman. And I know you're not gonna mention it because you're humble, but I love how much you've done philanthropically back at Furman, which you took me to see, which is incredible, one of the most beautiful campuses in the country. But take us back to, for starters, before we get to career stuff, before we get to family, when you think of your burn, like. Where did your work ethic come from, the mindset that I could go play Division I soccer, I could go compete at a high level in life? You know, I think for me, it was, it was probably my dad. You know, my dad's one of six. Um, you know, was born in Lexington, Kentucky. Um, he's, a, he's a diehard Kentucky fan. My mom. As, as are you, as yeah, are you. Big, big time Kentucky <laughs> fan. Um, and, my, you know, my dad was one of six, grew up on a farm, uh, really came from nothing, and, you know, built a career through hard work. Uh, and he instilled that in me and my other three, uh, four siblings that I have. And, you know, I think he challenged me along the way. I, I don't think I was the most uh, athletic um, to play Division One sports, especially at a, a big school like Kentucky and then finishing at one of the top 25 programs for Division One soccer at Furman. Um, but he instilled this, the work ethic to constantly outwork people. Um, and I think that's, that's what enabled me to play Division One college soccer. And so you, you play soccer, you learn work ethic, you take the example from your parents, then you come into a career which I know having over 10 years of experience, you've done it well beyond the level that I ever did it at, but you think of financial services. And, and, and here's a funny side story that I've never mentioned on any of the episodes. I remember when I had the opportunity to go into financial services, my dad actually had his former life insurance agent call him and say, I would never wish this career on my own son, don't do it. And you guys have come in and just focused on doing things differently 
focusing on the client, but then taking that that mindset you learned from your dad, the hard work from soccer, and now you've built, I mean, really, it, it's, a, it's a nationally recognized brand in terms of what you guys are doing. So how did the, the soccer and dad lessons correlate into entering one of the toughest businesses and doing it at the highest level? You know, I think for, and I know you, you, you interviewed Paul, I think for Paul and myself, I mean, both of us played big time division one sports. But we were both role players. You know, we both were captains our senior year on a team, but a, a role-playing type of, of, of player. You know, we were never uh, the superstars, and I think that actually helped us. We got a lot of uh, negative along the way, and I also think that, you know, it really parlayed into this career. You know, it was like, hey, I'm going to have to outwork people, and now it's not how big, how strong, athletic am I. It's, hey, how, how hard can I work? Can I be efficient with my time? Can I be effective? And can I build really strong relationships? And I think what we've been able to do here is build a culture that is built around the client and just doing the right thing all the time. You know, and how do we do the right thing? Even if it is, hey, this may not be the best thing for us, but it's the best thing for the client, and that's what we want to do. And you know, luckily, uh, we've been super successful at it, um, and we put a lot of great people around us, uh, a lot of smart people around us. Um, and we've continued to grow through your help and, and other people that um, you know we've hired to help us along the way. Now, I, I know with all great success, there comes challenge and adversity. Uh, I actually think back to a handful of years ago as you're building your practice and, and building the future, and I always think of the belief that you had in yourself, right? It was always, I've always loved your swagger and your confidence, right? It's a humble swagger and confidence, but it's there and I loved it. But I remember when you stayed at our house, in, in St. Louis, and then you went back and there were some health things that you had to deal with. Yet to me, the manner in which you've embraced any challenge, whether it be health, whatever it might be, it's always been very, very impressive to me. So what's the mindset for you when you know you think of the burn and staying connected to what drives you and fighting through challenge, fighting through adversity? Because even though you guys have had great growth, it's not easy. So what do you do to manage you know, some of those stresses or challenges that come into your life personally and professionally? You know, I think for me, I, just from a young age, I've always had a really spiritual background. And, um, you know, my burn for the longest time, you know, it may have been to be the best athlete, to be the best advisor, to grow the best business. You know, as time has gone on, now it's really more about, you know, how do I be the best version of me? And I feel like God has given all of us certain talents. And I know most people, uh, whether they're biblical or not, you know, what I don't want to do is, is take my talent and put it in the ground and it never grows. And I don't want to turn it into three. I want to grow it to 10, to 100, to 1,000. So, you know, the, the burn for me, my biggest fear is I, grow, I show up at God's doorstep. And he's like, hey, I gave you 10. You turned it into 20 and you should have turned it into 100. Mm. You know, so for me it is... I know we've been blessed, and I know we have a lot, but with a lot, you know, a lot is expected. Um, and I think that is why you don't stop when you've hit this milestone or that milestone. You know, it's the same way I feel about, you know, guys like LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, they win a championship and they're just on to the next. You know, they've got to continue to feel and grow uh, to the greatest of their abilities. And I think that's what drives me today is, you know, I want my son and my daughter to look back 15, 20, 25 years from now and be like, nobody outworks that guy. You know, and he always does the right thing. He always treats people the right way. You know, I feel like if we do those things, this business will be, you know, 
a hundredfold of what it is today and hopefully we have huge impact and I know it's a cliche thing to say in today's world but hopefully we have a huge impact on our clients our team um, and our families so yes it's cliche but to me it's not cliche if you actually have the action that backs up the statement and being here year after year doing these planning days philanthropy is so important and you guys do back that up how important is giving back? How important is philanthropy? Because I think for all of us, whether it's time, because some people you might be watching, you might say, I don't have the time, I don't have the resources. If you don't have the resources, that's okay, but time. Because I know you ask of, of the team member and the growing culture that even if it's not money, it's time. But how do you address people, right? Because we're at the beginning of 2020, to not make excuses and to give more of yourself, to give back, whether it be time or resources. Yeah, I think it's, you know, your time, resources, and talent, right? I mean, that's the biggest thing. I, I think, you know, a lot of people may not have time, they may not have the money, but they definitely have the talent, right? And that talent can be portrayed in a lot of ways. I think for me personally, I think it's always come back to saying, you know, if, if, if the mindset of our culture today is all about me, uh, we as a country, as a business, as a family will never win. You know, and I think that's the issue that we run in today. It's, it's how does this help me? What's the best thing for me? You know, I even look at my marriage with my wife, who is amazing. You know, I've got to step back at times and be like, look, it's not about me. It's about us. It's about our family. Same thing with Foster Victory. It's not about me. It's about our team. That's a hard mindset to have. But I think when you think about a giving heart, that's, that's what our, our Lord and Savior had. It was about, hey, how can I give away to these people and enable them to have a better outlook and atmosphere on life and, and whether that is time talent or financial means i think it's got to be a priority you know and i think we have done a good job with our firm to say you know we're going to give and whether you've got the money you may not have the money we're going to set up opportunities for you to go and help out the hospital to go and help plant trees to go and do things out in the community whether you're you're involved with different uh community you know, relationships with people, I, I think that's the key. How can you continue to grow outside of just me? Well, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you, how much I appreciate your example. Uh, it, it, it's an inspiration, right? Because a lot of times people say, oh, I, I look to examples of people where they're, they're 10 years older than I am or 15 years older. And, you know, earlier today in our planning day, I talked about Drew Hanlon and the impact that he's had on my life at 30 years old. And you're also much younger than me, but it's inspiring to see somebody who chooses to give their best, who chooses, when you took me to Furman, I've never, I'm, I'm doing it publicly rather than telling you, but you know how impressive that was to me for you to have donated the locker room for a soccer team that meant so much to, to you for your name to be there forever. So whether your kids go to play at Furman or whatever it might be, for people to know that you were somebody who gave back. And so, brother, I know you will get to 100 times, if not more than 100 times. And I think it's a blessing that you and Paul have stuck together through these years, continue to put a great team around you. And I appreciate you. I love you always in your corner. And thanks for joining us to share a little bit about your story. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Burn Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts to get notifications as new episodes release every week. To connect with Ben, follow him on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Continued Fight. Until next time, keep attacking one day at a time.